0: This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball.
1: Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. He five through five Raptors.
0: Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts, since 1981.
1: Bulls got the rebound. He's going to push it. Spin move at midcourt. Swim move. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. Welcome in. It's Magic Drive time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Another week and Magic coming off a win. Jake Chapman, Tower Karen here with you. The Magic get a much-needed overtime win over the Miami Heat on Saturday night at Amway Center. Perhaps the game of the year, 126-114, the final score. And as we uh, wake up today, Orlando is as far as the Eastern Conference play-in tournament goes three and a half games out. It's the now Chicago Bulls in the 10 seed. Washington has fallen all the way down to 12 with three straight losses. So we'll get you updated on that. And the Magic 28 and 40 right now, 14 games remaining. And now it's out on the road for four, some winnable games this week. And really the biggest week of the season for Orlando as we head down the stretch. We bring Tyler in now and uh, I had a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a stomach emergency on Saturday, so I was unable to call the game on Saturday night, but I appreciate Tyler and Brandon for stepping in. We had a television simulcast, got to hear David and Jeff on the call. I was able to watch the game uh, at home on my couch, and uh, Tyler and the Magic come out. They're up by 10 after one, but you knew Miami wasn't going to go anywhere. I think it was a 17-point swing in that second quarter. The Heat mm-hmm. end up taking... Uh, a seven-point lead, uh, uh, and and then Orlando ends up working their way back. It's a three-point game at half, and then bottom line is the ball was moving. You had some great offensive numbers. I think it was the best game that I've seen this team play. They were scrapping, and that Miami Heat team just will not go away. It's something about, I don't know if it's a bigger brother type situation, but Jimmy Mm -hmm. Butler did what he did, sent that game to overtime, and then it was all magic in the overtime period. They outscored for oh, yeah. Miami 18 to six. Uh, you were there. You were up close and personal, Tyler, the atmosphere on Saturday night in that
2: building. And what did you see? What did your eyes tell you? Unbelievable as far as the atmosphere. And it's a Florida, it's a Florida, Florida matchup. So, you, you know, there are as many Let's Go Heat chants in that building as yes. there are Let's Go Magic fans, which you, you ha- kind of have to expect that at the end of the day, there was more blue in the crowd than red, which that's that's a positive thing. Um, And as far as the Heat go, I said it to Brandon uh, in the post game: The Heat, whether it's because they're a Florida team and it's in their identity, the Heat are like mosquitoes. You can swat them away as many times. You can load up in as much bug spray and game plan as you want. At the end of the day, you can't get rid of those mosquitoes. And that's kind of what the Heat were what, – what they did. I mean, you're up 15 points with six minutes left, and the offense is going. You feel good about it. And then the Heat go out in a 13-0 run and then eventually tie the game on one of the craziest shots that we've seen uh, this year in that building. So, it, it, who else than Jimmy Butler to do that to you? Um, I will say, the highlight of the game for me – I did catch one of the shirts that were dropped from the Raptors in the parachute (laughs) shirt drop. I did give it away to an eight-year-old because I would be way more hated than any Heat fan in that building uh, if a Magic employee did not give away that shirt. That one hurt, but I felt like, that was my good deed of the day. I feel like we might
1: have to revisit that, but the bottom line is, you are a world champion, Tyler, on and off the court, delivering legendary moments every step of the way, and you delivered a legendary moment to that eight-year-old. Mm. And you're right. If you keep that T-shirt, like I'll get you a T-shirt, but I think we got, we right? Got the, we got the hookup on the T-shirts. Um, so job well done. I knew that was it, was it. Was bound to happen because every time people, you know, this is a little inside baseball, but every time the T-shirt cannons or the parachute T-shirt drops come out, I can't get you to. Fuck focus. I'm sitting there trying to call a basketball (laughs) game and you are locked in on the giveaways. It's, I think it's just something that comes with age. You get
2: used to it eventually, but, but but you're like, you, you, you immediately devolve into a 14 year old. uh, The second, the, uh, the freebies come out. I'm a 22 year old, really a 12 year old at heart. When it comes to free merch, I don't care what it is. As long as it's not a Miami heat shirt, I will rep. Any one of our sponsors and advertisements, anything I can get my hands on as far as free merchandise, oh, that's mine. I'm going to fight people to get to get to it. And a shirt can I'll comes throw out. throw food
1: in there as well. I'll throw food in there as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that's good, included. As a good graduate that, associate does. Um, you're right. Category. Okay, so Jimmy gets 38. We knew that was coming. He hits the, oh, my goodness, shot to send the game into overtime. Should they have fouled? Should not? Should they not have? It, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, you know, Coach Mosey said after the game that – he, he didn't want them to foul if Jimmy had a live dribble. I think there was probably an opportunity there where Jimmy picked up and after the first pump fake where they could have reached mm-hmm. in and fouled. Bottom line is they didn't. And I didn't think after his step through he had any chance of getting that shot off and having it be worth three points. He's Jimmy Butler. He does those things he had right. about this much. I mean, it was the polar opposite of the Kevin Durant three in the playoffs yeah, a couple years yeah. ago. It was this much space between he and the three-point line. Okay, God bless you. We're headed to overtime. Tyler, a month ago, a week ago, maybe last game, we lose that game because of the mm. deflation that you saw. And I was sitting there at home and I'm looking at their faces in that huddle and I'm going, there's no way they're going to win this game. Um, I, I loved your, I, I love that analogy. The Nats, you know, eventually you keep swatting mosquitoes away. Eventually you're going to squash one. And I felt like maybe we finally did that. I mean, we came out and we, absolutely ripped their heart out in overtime. And Mm -hmm. I frankly did not expect that from a young team. It it speaks to the resilience of this group, but you know, my call of the game is going to be whatever coach Mosley said to those guys in that huddle, because that to me was the swing of the game. Somehow they found the juice to come out for those extra five minutes. Whereas I think a year ago and even a a few Mm. games ago, I'm not sure you have the kind of guts to go out and pull that game off. So that's my call of the game for tonight. It's brought to you by GLIP from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with GLIP by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. Um, was there any insight after the game about kind of what they said to each other in that moment?
2: At the end of the day, it was along the lines of, you have more basketball to play. You know, play, it made me think of the John Wooden quote, Don't let what you can't do affect what you can do. And I think that's a good one to keep close to the Magic this year. It goes as far as the standings and the play-in race. You you can't control that 5-20 and start to the year, but you can control the game-to-game and uh, trying to put yourself in position to make that. Um, And it went for that. You can't control that you just blew a 15-point lead in six minutes and gave up a buzzer beater to send the game to overtime. You can't control that. What you can control is going out there and playing the best five minutes of magic basketball that you possibly can. That's exactly what they did. I mean, the defensive intensity was, it was there all night. And at points, the Heat's offense just kind of outmanned that magic defense. But I mean, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, back-to-back triples, uh, Markel Fultz had a nice pull-up. It was, they didn't skip a beat heading into that overtime. That might have been the best stretch of magic basketball that we've seen all season in that last uh, five minutes of overtime. So Yeah, it speaks to the resiliency of this team. That arena was a bit deflated and still in shock after that Jimmy Butler shot. And you'd be a liar if you didn't say that was our chance. This is this isn't looking good for us. And the Magic pulled off a a full 180. And not only did it look good for us, but like I said, it was probably the best we've ever seen not you know not to mention what we've what we've reiterated
1: which is the fact that Miami's did that to us twice this year. We've had two games completely snatched away by Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat at the end of games. They get Lowry back and you know you and I have talked a lot about Miami and whether or not we think they're a, a real contender in the Eastern Conference. One of the reasons I've kind of jumped off is because of Lowry and like they need Lowry mm-hmm. to be at least 75% of Toronto Lowry he came back. He made some big plays, but he is still mm-hmm. – he's not he's not there yet. And they just don't – I thought they needed to go out and make a move potentially at the deadline. I mean, they're trotting mm-hmm. out guys that it basically feels like they're just trying to get to the end of the regular season. I, I, but all that said, if Jimmy's playing the way he's playing right now, they could absolutely still make some noise in the Eastern Conference. Like, I hesitate yeah. to quit on them too much because I still go, they probably got the best head coach in any seven game series, Mm -hmm. or at least close to it, they may have the best player with the way Jimmy's playing. And then if they can just get their act together, you don't need that many guys. You need some shooters. You need Lowry and you need a hero to play the way he's capable of playing. Bam, obviously, I don't know. It's a weird team to figure out because it seems like they're running out of time to figure things out. Right. You know, they have the components to, to be able to figure it
2: out and make a run. It's funny as far as Lowry goes, I know, uh, David JT and uh, Vince mentioned it on the telecast. When Kyle Lowry checked into the game for that first time, (laughs) it took a solid 60 seconds. It was like unwrapping a mummy. He's got the heat pack going on his chest. He's got the cold pack on his neck. He's doing everything he can to keep things going. And then he looks at Coach Mosley and says, I'm old, man. Come on. I (laughs) got to keep myself ready to go. Yeah, I will say, I mean, a hero at half was 0 of 1 from deep. So not only did you, the Magic defense, keep him from making a three, but you weren't giving him the looks that he wanted because he's – I think Jimmy is always going to Jimmy, and whether you come out on the winning side or losing side of games like these, it's whether you can keep a Tyler Hero in check. If he hits four or five triples against you, it's not looking good. You can afford to give up those 30, 35, 40 points to Jimmy Butler, but it's when the other guys, the supporting cast, get going that that's when – that's the real – deflating thing the thing that's very difficult to overcome and that's and bam what Adebayo, separates them
1: that's what that's what gets them from six seven potential play-in team
2: to to somebody absolutely. you don't want to see in the postseason is that supporting cast i agree with you 100 percent. absolutely and bam in this game i've always been a big bam guy and i think that wendell carter jr took this game a little personal he had never beaten bam Autobio uh in his career as a magic so Um, in games in games that he had played in, I know he was injured for a couple. When I looked back at it, so I think that Dell kind of took this game a little personally. And twenty-seven points, eleven rebounds. He finished twelve of seventeen from the field. His only misses came beyond, uh, beyond the arc. He was ten of ten inside the inside the arc. So I think that the combination of Wendell coming back from injury and seeing all the holes in the magic on defense and on offense, he wanted to show that he can fill those roles and how valuable he is and lining across from Bam, Bam finishes with 14 and seven. I mean, it didn't look like he could ever get in a groove and i give a lot of that credit to wendell i agree 100% he played 42 minutes dude I mean, like, he yeah. was
1: he was an absolute horse and to me i mean the overtime period i thought the plays of the game there were there were a few defensive plays, Jalen specifically, like the the, mm. the knockout of bounds was a huge swing in overtime. Um, I mean, he was all over the place and he was absolutely incredible. And then in overtime, you knocked down those threes and that was huge. But I thought the baseline take Wendell dunking it on Bam was the exclamation point and kind of the capper. I thought that was the biggest play of the game. Um, that And and the, the emotion let out after that. I mean, you just saw the difference. We're a different team with Wendell Carter Jr. That's not a knock on Goga absolutely. or Mo Wagner, but we need Wendell um to reach our potential and it's been pretty clear all season long that that's been the case um the ball was moving dude i mean you know you go back to that game um the portland game and some of these games over the course of the homestand the you're just streaking you know it's your turn mm-hmm. my turn and you're not getting the ball movement that you need to see you can have those numbers where everybody sort of puts up their their eye-popping stats um, mm-hmm. it, but you can get the assist numbers as well. 34 assists and, you know, Pollard right. nine. I mean, that was, that was, I think the magic offense at their best. And look, you still turn the ball over. That's what Miami does to you. Mm-hmm. Um, 19 turnovers, but you're able to withstand it. So a great, great win. And let's take a look when we come back at the Eastern conference, kind of who's trending in what direction as we head into the home stretch in an absolutely crucial week out on the road for this Orlando magic team. Magic fans celebrate a kingdom on the rise at Amway Center. See the Magic represent Orlando in the City Edition uniforms as they battle the Brooklyn Nets on Sunday, March 26th. Plus, be one of the first 10,000 fans in attendance, and you'll receive a limited edition Markel Fultz bobblehead courtesy of Advent Health. Don't want to miss that. Get your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com. More Magic drive time when we come back right here, 96.9 again. Magic fans rep the kingdom with the new Orlando Magic City Edition jersey. This all-black jersey features a subtle metallic gray accent evoking a suit of armor representative of the Magic players battling on the court fighting to protect its kingdom. The jersey also features the Orlando name front and center as a nod to the city and its fans. Stop by the team shop at Amway Center Monday through Friday from 11 AM to 4 PM or visit OrlandoMagicShop.com today to get your City Edition jersey.
3: Still purchasing your home and auto insurance the old way, the complicated way? Then you should try the Simply way. With a few simple questions, Simply IOA shop your insurance with our network of top insurance companies to see how much you can save. Browse the best quotes and securely purchase your policy online or over the phone in minutes. Search Simply IOA or call 877-844-1111. Simply IOA, home and auto insurance, the Simply way.
0: This is Wendell Carter Jr. at the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game.
1: Welcome back. It's Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman, Tower Karen here with you. We're presented by International Diamond Center Magic with two days off, which was fantastic, by the way. <laughs> Having a full day off yesterday and then today... Light practice day, and then we're out on the road. So today, a travel day. It'll be the San Antonio Spurs tomorrow as the Magic head on the road for four this week. They're 28-40 and right now, and uh, just 14 games remaining. And a West Coast road swing, but it's kind of easier way west. You don't shoot straight out to Sacramento or Los Angeles. Uh, It'll be San Antonio, Phoenix, and then a weekend with the Clippers and Los Angeles. And as we take a look at where the Magic stand as of now, twenty-eight and forty, you're three and a half games behind the Chicago Bulls, who have now slid into the ten seed in the Eastern Conference. They've won two in a row. I think we were just sort of waiting for Chicago to get a little bit right. Um, I, you know, there's obviously something wrong with that group, but they're they're too talented and they have too many veterans. When you compare them to Indiana and Washington, Tyler, I just think Indiana and Washington don't have an identity. Chicago has defended well all season long. It's just been kind of waiting for the offense to click into place. Mm -hmm. I Part of me thinks that once they wrap their head around the fact that Lonzo Ball wasn't coming back, maybe they said, you know, this is the group and they were able to stabilize rotations a little bit. I'm not saying Chicago is going to light the world on fire, but I was looking at their schedule yesterday. They play three games in a week like they played. Mm -hmm. Let me look. Let me pull it up real fast. Um, They played on Saturday. Uh, They play Wednesday night against Sacramento and then they don't play again until Friday. So basically, they've got like you know, uh two days off and then another day off. Um, in or I know I'm sorry, Wednesday, they played Denver. They played on Saturday, and then they don't play again until Wednesday. That's that's what it was. So a week between the eighth and the fifteenth, and just one game to play in between. They're gonna get rested up. They've got some tough mm-hmm. games coming up here, but I, I think Chicago probably, especially with the way Levine's playing right now, with the points he's putting up. Um, I think they're probably going to settle into that 10 seed. I think we may have a better shot at catching uh, the nine seed Toronto Raptors, but I'm not positive. I think both those teams are probably kind of entrenched. It's, it, it, it's going to take probably a four or five game winning streak. Like we got to handle right. some business on our own here. Um, Toronto's lost three straight, but they're still what four games clear of us for the nine seed. We just got to win a whole bunch of games and it would be good if we could mm-hmm. go out and rattle three out of four or something like that out on the road this week. Some winnable games when you consider San Antonio uh, and then what the Lakers are doing right now, Clippers and Phoenix, obviously are going to be tough.
2: Yeah. The, some winnable games and definitely some that aren't necessarily schedule wins for the magic. And you look at Chicago. Yeah. The amount of talent that has been there all season long, it really was just kind of a matter of time. I wouldn't even say necessarily that they're clicking right now, but when you have that much talent together and you have them playing together for as long as they have been, wins are going to come. Success is going to come. And I, I like what you said about once Lonzo Ball was out of the picture, it's, okay, this is what we got. Let's freaking go, man. Let's. There, there's nothing more. There's nothing in, in our shadows of, oh, maybe this, oh, maybe that. No, this is what we got. Let's make something of it. And the other part, and the other part tied that that plays
1: into that real quick is the trade deadline. Once the deadline's yeah. gone, okay, everybody's here, and this is who we have. Let's ride it out.
2: Which Chicago didn't make any moves exactly. at, which was they were one of the one of the teams being thrown around more in the league, and they were one of the only teams to not make a move, which was interesting. So I think that was the Chicago front office buying in on this team and saying, we have what we need to be a play-in team to get past that, make it into the playoffs. And they can really give some teams trouble uh, in the East. And you're right. You look at kind of where them and Toronto are at compared to Indiana. Indiana seems like they're working towards something, but it's just not all there this year. Maybe another piece or two this off season would really elevate them to to get into to get into kind of that that mix for a playoff spot in the east and then Washington it's you just never they're always such a question mark always and with Beal in and out of the lineup i don't know how they can find consistency but they're another group they got some studs there in dc and they can be a team that can string something together but, again, it, it's consistency. It's it's chemistry. How do you know what you're getting when you don't know who you're getting out there on the court every night? I haven't seen Washington's fastball
1: all year. Like, they've just sort of mm-hmm. meandered through the season. I've seen Indi- what Indiana looks like at their best, Chicago, Toronto. And and with teams like Chicago and Toronto, I've seen that in years past. You know, like, I know mm-hmm. I, I'm familiar with the uh, with the game of Pascal Siakam and, and like, what that can be. Yeah. Um, when Toronto's had uh, when Toronto's healthy and functioning well, and they came out of the All Star break sort of streaking, they've now lost three in a row. I still expect probably those two teams. Um, those are my two picks, I think, to to wrap up those two spots. It looks like Atlanta mm-hmm. has separated themselves. They're two games clear of Toronto now for the eighth seed. It's going to be interesting to watch it all break down. The, I, I always love looking at point differentials, and, and yeah, typically yeah. by the end of the year, you, you know, all the teams in green are the top 8-10 teams in each conference generally. There's one team right now in the playoffs, and, and that includes the play-in tournament, that has a red, a negative differential. It's the Miami Heat. They're a negative 0.8, and they're the only team in the Eastern Conference who's in right now. And that's – and I still – I mean, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show. By the way, we'll see them last game of the season in Miami, so circle your dates for that. Um, but like, I, I still don't know what to make of that team. I think we'll have a little bit more uh, clarity. I don't know if they know what to make of themselves. Um, mm-hmm. What I do know is that we got a much needed win against a team that I really, really hate to see win games, uh, especially when mm-hmm. they do so at Amway Center. <laughs> um, exactly. off Miami on Saturday. So uh, out on the road this week, we will have another drive time tomorrow. Dante's back tomorrow uh, on both television and radio. So we will welcome him back. For another edition of magic drive time until then have a great night everybody
3: after catching a magic game you want to go home and relax not go grocery shopping kroger delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient order at kroger.com or on the kroger app and our friendly uniformed associates will deliver fresh affordable food household items and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today.
0: Orlando fans beat the buzzer and score the best seats by purchasing your 2023-24 season tickets today be a part of all the excitement as we celebrate our 35th anniversary and witness the biggest matchups of the season enhance your fan experience with exclusive season ticket holder benefits guaranteed seat location significant savings off gate ticket prices and more join loyal blue today and see the magic happen learn more at orlandomagic.com season tickets
3: still purchasing your home and auto insurance the old way the complicated way then you should try the simply way with a few simple questions simply ioa shop your insurance with our network of top insurance companies to see how much you can save browse the best quotes and securely purchase your policy online or over the phone in minutes search simply ioa or call 877-844-1111 simply ioa home and auto insurance the simply
0: way When it comes to Orlando Magic Basketball, Valley Sports Florida is where you can find all the action, bringing you to the hardwood for the biggest moments. He throws it down. Watch as your hometown team looks to put a spell on the rest of the league. It's good. Plus, pregame with your favorite Valley Sports team before and after each game for the Magic live pre- and post-game shows. Catch the Magic all season long on Valley Sports Florida, the Valley Sports app, and Valley Sports Plus.